on part three uh, we are talking about making model our maker is Elohim our model is mankind and we are called to come back to the manual of life to the scriptures I want us to be on fire uh, for the word of Yehovah uh, we've been having an amazing time just going over these three parts we've been dealing with what restore We've been talking about restoration. We've also been talking about coming into the place where we are receiving the food from heaven, where we are coming to a place where we will not thirst again, that we can partake from Yehovah. So if you're just tuning in right now, just give us a shout out. Tell us where you're watching from uh, so that we can see you on the feed. We can welcome you to this session today as we press in. I hope you're enjoying these devotions that we do every day. No, we are not going to stop. The reason we're not going to stop is we have so many testimonies of lives that are being supernaturally transformed, lives that are being changed. So hallelujah. So we will press forward and edify and build the body of Messiah. So three key things we've been looking at in this series, restore, repair, and renovate. That's what we're looking at right now. So this is the third part we're going to talk on, renovate. When we looked at restore, we're talking about the food from heaven. We're talking about receiving the living water that Yeshua, he says, come unto me, all you who are thirsty, and you will never thirst again. Hallelujah. If we drink from him, you never need to be thirsty again. Hallelujah. We've got Amanda, South Carolina. Welcome. Cheryl in South Africa. Yeah. Where are you, Cheryl? Are you in Cape Town? What part of South Africa are you in? Welcome. Thanks for joining with us. So this is this is what we've been looking over. We've been looking over some key things for spiritual growth as we come into his presence. Listen, if we meet with the living God, we should not remain the same. We are not coming to a book of suggestions. We're not coming to some good ideas that might be good to apply to your life. No, we are coming into life itself. Hallelujah. Our maker is Elohim and we are made in his image and he has a way that we are called to function. He has a way in how we are called to grow. So we want to press in on him. So we talked about the heavenly food. We talked about the living water. Hallelujah. Durban. All right. Cheryl Durban. I used to have an office in Durban. Love Durban. Amazing place. Awesome. Excellent. That's Cheryl on uh, Facebook saying she's from Durban. Praise Yehovah. So then we talked on repair. We talked about uh, dealing with um, repairing, fixing and mending uh, suffering and damage. And, you know, you, you can go to counselors in the world and they can put, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the American word. In Britain, we call it plasters, you know, band-aid, that's the word. You know, you can get a band-aid on it or a plaster on it, but, you know, what we need to understand, if we will come before the creator of the universe, he is the one who we should be allowing to fix our problems, to repair us. If we're dealing with brokenness and broken-hearted, your self-esteem is broken, your spirit is broken. What happens when our spirit is broken, when, when our life feels like it's fallen apart? Come to Yeshua. Stop going around and asking so many people how they can help you and get into the presence of Yehovah. Hallelujah. 
broken marriages. What are we doing over broken marriages? We stand in the gap in Yeshua's name. We speak the victory in Messiah. We want to see supernatural restoration. That's what we want. We want to see our bodies healthy and strong. But first, we need to apply from a spiritual perspective. Everything else will fall into place after that. You get your heart right before Yehovah, and your world is about to change. You're talking about life change, supernatural transformation. Hallelujah. So yesterday, what we're talking about, you know, you can go try and get man to heal you, man to sort you out, but there's nothing better than coming into the loving kindness of our Savior, Yeshua, and receiving healing and transformation. We talked on Psalm 147. That was one of the key verses. Uh, We didn't really get past 147 uh, yesterday. Well, I can't remember if we did. I don't think we did get much past it, but... You know, there was just so much in there that was such a blessing. And I just want to read one verse from there as we prepare to move in to our third part of this mini-series. It says in verse 3 of Psalm 147, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And what are we doing? We are coming to a God who cares for us. You know, he put the stars in place. He named every single one of them, billions, trillions of stars. Yet he knows your name. He made you in his image. He knows who you are. He cares for you. He wants to uh, bring healing to your brokenhearted. He wants to uh, bind up your wounds. He, You know, there's a restoration process. It's not all about, oh, here comes the supernatural and everything's just going to be fine. No, there's a healing process. We have to see the renewing of our mind and the transformation of the Spirit within our hearts. Hallelujah. So let's just shout out to who's joining us. We've got Sally joining us. Shabbat Shalom to you as well from the U.S. Good to see you. We've got Rai in Illinois. Good to see you. Um, You haven't been feeling good yet? We'll stand in the gap and pray for you. Hallelujah. Thanks for taking the time to join us tonight. If you're tuning in, just give us a a shout out on the message there because we want to uh, use this time where we are coming together. You know, it's not just about talking heads. It's not just about what have I got to say. But uh, if the Father gives you a word, if he gives you a scripture as we're speaking, just post that, you know, one verse or, you know, where it's from, what that verse is. Just post it in the comments. And let's uh, let's uh, let's be in ministry together. Thank you, Father. All right, well, look, let's just take a bit of time to pray right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this Sabbath. We thank you for the Sabbath that we can enter into your rest. It doesn't matter all the pile of things that we think that we have to do. In this day, we cast all those cares onto you. We take time out because it's a feast day. It's an appointment in your presence. And we seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. We give you permission to speak to us. We give you permission to minister into our lives. We ask, Father, that this time together will be a time of the fire of the Spirit to bring transformation within our lives in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. All right. So we're just going to press in with this third part, renovate. You know, what are we doing with renovation? What does it mean for renovation within our lives? The Father's saying, I want to bring you back 
to the former condition. I want to bring you back to who you were called to be. That's why teshuva is so important. Repentance is so important. When we turn around from our sin, it's not just to turn around and say, okay, I'm sorry. No, it means to come back to who you're called to be, to walk in the ways of Yehovah. I've got a few notes and things I'm just going to share with you. We're going to buzz through the word and just enjoy uh, this time together. So, you know, and look, what do we know about the restoration that takes place in the spirit? God never restores you to what you once were. He restores you beyond. That's the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. He's not taking you back to uh, the garden just to have the same relationship that Adam and Eve had with Yehovah. No, you're talking talking about a marriage you're talking about a, a restored position a higher place hallelujah so it's not going to be the same we start in the garden in genesis in revelation we end in the garden yes but our position is different because the restoration that god does is not to take you back to what you used to be he restores you beyond and I want to encourage you with this word right now. Receive the restoring power of Yeshua of Nazareth in your life right now. You don't need to be the same, but you've got to make a decision. Will you yield to the working of the Spirit within your life? Will you apply yourself to the growth of the Spirit? Why? Because look... The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. You know, you don't want to walk in his ways. You don't want to get switched on to growing in Messiah. Then guess what? You're just going to start getting colder and colder and colder. You'll go from hot to lukewarm to cold. And, you know, then you're going to be standing in a place wondering where your life is in the Spirit. You have got to pursue him. If you remain in me... I will remain in you. I've got my finger here in Exodus chapter 20. Love that chapter. Obviously, it is the, the ketubah, the conditions of marriage. We're going to read a couple of scriptures from there. But we're just going to flow with this. I'm telling you, we are going to flow with this in Yeshua's name. Because uh, John chapter 15 is such an important verse. Listen, I want to charge you in the Spirit today. I want you to be so supercharged in the Spirit that you make a decision, that you choose to make a decision. I am not going to remain the same as I was before. I'm pressing forward for the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to yield to him. There's a promise. What does it say in chapter 15, verse 1? I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, where every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Father, we are asking you right now, Bring us to a place of fruitfulness by the Spirit. We want to be fruitful, but not just fruitful, even more fruitful. If that means pruning in our lives, then we give you permission. Prune our lives so that we can be right before you. Hallelujah. Verse 3, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Hallelujah. We have received salvation. We are walking in the cleansed blood of Yeshua. Praise the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. No branch can bear fruit by itself. That's right. What have we got to do? We just need to do one thing. 
remain. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. You've got a choice. Why? Because God has given you what? Free will. You can choose, you know, what do you want? Choose blessing or choose curse. The choice is yours. You know, the Father has given you everything for, for, the, for the outpouring of the prosperity of God is right here available to every single one of us. The question is, are we going to press in, you know, are we going to press in and receive the fullness of God? I love that parable that talks about when the man finds a treasure in, the, in a field that's not his. He's like, wow, look at that treasure. Then he hides the treasure and he goes and buys the field. And then he owns the treasure. Listen, it's time for us to own the treasures of God. It's time for us to receive the victory in Messiah. I don't want to just have life. I want life more abundantly. Why? Because I want to see change in the world in which we're living. I want to be one that is here to make a difference <laughs> for the King of Kings today. Why? Because I have a job and my job is as an ambassador of Messiah. We are called to represent his kingdom. I don't know what that means to you, but what an honor it is to represent the King of Kings. Hallelujah. I am the vine, verse 5, and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That's one thing we've got to recognize. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We cannot do things on our own. When we saw in Jeremiah chapter 17, uh, the other day, the, uh, in part one that we were talking about, you know, stop building your cisterns for your own provision, for man-made sources for you just to get by. You know, look, come on. What, what type of day are we living in right now? We've got people who are hoarding up. Man, they've got their underground tunnels in their houses. They've got enough food supply. They've got enough ammo, enough guns to take on a small army and how they protect themselves. They've got their systems full. But what do we need to recognize? The power and the authority you have in the Spirit. Look at Yeshua. He stands up in the synagogue in Nazareth. He proclaims who he is. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing as he delivers that the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. Now just picture this for a second. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me. He has anointed me. What does that mean? He has given me authority. Listen, what do you want? A gun? A knife? You know, a hand grenade? Or do you want the authority of God Almighty in your life? I'm telling you, stop spending your money <laughs> on the wrong things and start focusing in this book. Take a hold of the word of life and get it in your life. Why? Because this is your protection. This is your protection. Stop running scared trying to work out how you're going to save your life. Why? Because you have to lose your life to, to, to win. It's going to cost you everything. You've got to die to self to walk in the life. So, so what's your problem? Why are you trying to save your life? You know, 
die to self and allow Messiah to reign in you. And then maybe we'll see a world that's supernaturally changed. Instead, we've got people running around trying to think about their own protection. You know, I'm sure the Father knows how to protect you. How many protecting protective scriptures have we been reading during, during this coronavirus uh, pandemic? You know? spirit of fear we break you now in yeshua's name hallelujah but during this time it's amazing how you know your guns aren't helping you fight this invisible battle you know it's amazing how we're coming to the scripture well hello can we just get to that place where we are walking by the spirit from right now and we're not going to go down any other routes other than by the spirit hallelujah so the father he wants to bring forth his restoration we're talking about renovate god we give you permission to renovate my life don't leave me this way (laughs) you know god loves you too much to leave you the way you are Someone needs that word right now. The love of God, he loves you too much to leave you the way you are. So stop trying to be the same old, same old. And just yield to him and say, God, I want to be ever changing. Will you change me? We've got to get to the place of the pioneer walk where we make a decision that things in our life are not acceptable. You will not experience the change of God until you make a decision that's not acceptable this how my life is today is not acceptable i am not going to live this way any longer you know i had a message called that is not acceptable no one bought it when i changed the name to the pioneer walk it became the number one best-selling message and i just share testimony of the pioneer walk what it means to pay the price what it means to get to that place where we present our body as a living sacrifice and we are driving forward in the presence of Yehovah. That's what we need to do. We are driving home in life for the Father. Hallelujah. Can you picture that? Can you see that in your life? Is that how you're living? What speed are you going at? How many gears do you have in life? Are you just stuck in first gear? Just going along, burning up all your fuel and hardly going anywhere? Or are you learning how to go through the gears of the Spirit so you can move into overdrive, that you can be flying down the freeway? Man, I tell you that your engines are purring in the Ruach HaKodesh and the Holy Spirit and you are going the distance for Yehovah. That's what we need to get to. So how do we change? What's the key? How do we change? We are changed when we take up what? The challenge. You are changed if we take up the challenge. You know, if you don't challenge yourself, if you don't make the effort, well, you know, I can't be bothered. Well, okay, we'll just stay right where you are. But I I know, I know those who are spending time in our devotional time, those who are with us right now, this is not the can't be bothered crowd. This is the crowd that's saying, Father, I want more of you. I want to be empowered by your spirit. I want to walk with you. I want to know your voice. I want to see the glory, the power of God manifesting within my life. Is that who I'm talking to today? Does anyone relate to what we are sharing right now? Is that what you want within your life? Hallelujah. We want the pioneer walk. 
We've got to get to the place where we recognize things that are not acceptable. So come on. What are the things in your life that are holding you back from pursuing more of God? So what's your excuse? Well, you know, brother, it's all right for you. You know, you're in ministry. You just get to sit in the Word all day. But but you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what my days look like. You don't know what pressures I'm faced with. And I just want to tell you, look, it's not an excuse. The question is, how are you carving out your time for the glory of God to be manifest within your life? How are you carving out your time? Do you feel when we have these times together that faith is rising? Do you sense that the, the, the faith, the, the, you know, the power of God, why? We are called to encourage each other all the more as we see the day approaching. Come on. We are proclaiming the faith of Yehovah. We are, we are saying, come on, fan into flame the gifts that he's given us. Let's fan them into flame. Let's become everything that the Father has got for us. I am not satisfied with where I am today. I want to grow in him. I want to, I want to make him known. I want to see his name glorified in the nations of the world. I'm not satisfied with where I am today. And because of that, I choose to set my face like a flint. I choose to say, Father, don't leave me this way. Don't leave me in this place. I know that your love, your love is so powerful that you will not leave me if I will remain in you. And that's my challenge today when it comes to renovate, when it comes to the restoration of God. My challenge is, Father, I'm asking you, take me back to who I am meant to be. Because many of us, in fact, all of us, all of us, you know, are we walking in the fullness? Are we really experiencing, is our shadows healing people right now? Are we experiencing literally global transformation within our lives? If that's not happening yet, we've still got a part of this journey to go. So Father, we're asking you, in the midst of our calling, it doesn't matter what your calling is, your calling might be to invest within your children, but that doesn't mean you can't walk in the supernatural. That doesn't mean that signs and wonders aren't going to follow you. It's not just for the preacher. It's not just for the evangelist. Listen, in every aspect of our life, will we apply the spiritual gifts of God? Let's apply the spiritual gifts of God. I'll never forget when we lived in Weddington in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, one day we're just sitting in the house and all of a sudden we hear this motorbike ripping up the street and it was one of our neighbors, and he fell off his bike and uh, scraped all the skin off his back and smashed his head and everything really bad. He's compulsing and everything. Haley runs up there, my wife, and she's no good with blood or anything like that. Man, she's terrible, man. She can't even touch a raw chicken. And then here she is running up there, and she is ministering to this guy uh, who's lying on the ground. I, I'm not I'm not at home. I don't know where I am. I'm out preaching or something in some other part of the country. And she's ministering to this guy. And she's just praying in the Holy Spirit. This guy is losing it. He's got so much head injury and damage. You know, 
blood everywhere. It's a mess. And she's just sharamasita, praying in the spirit, got a hold of him and proclaiming, you're going to live and not die. And this is a, a, you know, this is a life-threatening situation. And this is from the family up the road at the end of the street, you know, who the parents are believers and the children are backslidden away from God. Anyway, the, the fire brigade, ambulance and stuff, they all get there. They're packaging him up, trying to rush him off to hospital. And they race him off to hospital. And he had an incredible supernatural miracle. When they got him to the hospital, they thought, there's no way he's not going to make it. Anyway, his recovery was so supernatural that, uh, you know, all the hospital staff, the, the fire brigade and all the medical specialists said, this is a supernatural miracle what's happened. You should not have lived. And anyway, they... Uh, he recognized that the reason why he lived was because of the power of prayer. So my wife wasn't out trying to be an evangelist. All she was trying to do was minister to that which was broken. It's a, a, a situation of crisis. It's that moment. It's a life-threatening situation. The question is, do we have the spirit of Yehovah built up within us? Are we prepared? Yes, Tony says, you know, about getting in the place of spiritual warfare. Don't ever give up. He's saying that on YouTube. Thanks for that, Tony. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome. That's right. We've got to get to that place where every single one of us is built in the place of spiritual warfare. So it doesn't matter your calling. What I'm speaking over you right now and what we are talking about right now is for every single one of us. You know, every one of us. You know, I've seen too many excuses how people have pushed people down when it comes to the spiritual walk as if it's not that important for them. You know, I've been part of a few uh, churches in the past, mega churches and stuff, and I'll never forget uh, one comment, uh, well, a couple of times I've, I've experienced this, where the business people have come on fire, they're businessmen, they're giving tithes and offerings into the church, they're coming on fire, yet the church doesn't want them moving into spiritual areas because what happens if they give up their business and they're not given to the church anymore? So what do they want to do? They want to make them deacons and make them serve in non-spiritual roles so they keep them in business, so it keeps the offering up. And, you know, you'd never... Man, I tell you, some of the things we get exposed to, to the agendas of what's going on behind the scenes. But here's the reality. In business, we need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to be operating by the Spirit to see victory in Yeshua. So what are we saying today? We're saying today, is there areas in your life that are not acceptable? Do you want to grow? Let, let's get an amen here. Listen, I want to grow. I want to go from glory to glory. I'm not satisfied. I'm not sitting back. Listen, I get up in the morning every day in pursuit of his face. I am in pursuit to know him more. I'm in pursuit. I am saying, here I am. Elohim, here I am. Send me. Use me. What's your call today? What's happening within your life? Do you have a desire to grow in Yehovah? Father, don't leave us this way. You love us too much to leave us where we are. 
So come on, take us to the higher ground. Take us to the place where we see the victory in Yeshua, the Messiah. I want us to drive forward in such a powerful way where we're identifying what are the needs within our communities and how do we meet those needs. I'm going to proclaim that it's time to blaze a way forward to minister to the brokenhearted. I don't want to sit in a room of of uh, believers who are just getting fat, you know, with knowledge. You know, what do we learn about knowledge? You know, didn't I write something about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not about knowing. It's not about your knowledge. It is about growing. Hallelujah. It's not about what you know. The question is, are you growing in him? And this is what brings joy to my heart that excites me, especially on Sabbaths, you know, as as I've come back to the roots of my faith. I never followed a Sabbath before. You know, oh, I just thought, well, any day can be your Sabbath. I didn't realize what the scripture really said uh, in Corinthians. It's not just saying any day can be your Sabbath. You know, every day we should be in his presence anyway. We should be worshiping him every day. But the the Sabbath is what? It's a place where we are appointed to come into his presence. It's a place where the Father says, set this day aside, rest in me. I created the world in six days. On the seventh day, I rested. And I'm going to, I'm going to pour that blessing on you. And during that seventh day, Today, we're going to hang out together. We're going to fellowship together. So come on. It's not about what you know. I know people who know so much, yet they are not growing. I know people that have got so much knowledge. uh, You know, they, they can run rings around you with, you know, theology. But when it comes to the, the, the life of the spirit, the manifest power of the spirit, beep. It's flat dead on the monitor. They've got all the knowledge, but they haven't got the life. You know, we are not called to know the word. We are called to do the word. And as we do the word, we will come to know the word. I never got to read from Exodus chapter 20. So let's just get there right now because I'm already pressing forward. I'm about to move into the book of Matthew. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today because I tell you what, I'm getting charged right now just hanging out with you lot today. I am getting charged in the spirit. Praise Yahovah. All right. Exodus chapter 20. What do we love about Exodus 20? It is the ketubah. The Ten Commandments are the conditions of the marriage. Hallelujah. We're just going to read the first few verses. And Elohim spoke all these words. This was not just written on a tablet. He spoke them. Hallelujah. He said this, I am Yehovah, your Elohim, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Never forget where you have come from. Don't forget where you've come from. But Father, don't leave us this way. Why? Because your love is too great to leave me in the condition I'm in today. I'm asking that your love will be the driving force to take me forward. Not knowledge, but your love. I want to know you. I want to walk in your ways. Let's be like Enoch, where our walk with him is so powerful that he just has to skip us into the next realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Remember where you have come from. 
Do you remember where you've come from? What's the father saying? I have brought you out of slavery to sin. I have set you free. You are no longer in Egypt. Verse 3, you shall have no other gods before me. This is a huge problem today. This is a huge problem. Why? Because these other gods in our modern day are disguised. They have all these disguises on, so it's hard to identify them. You have the god of money. You have the god of yoga. Yes, you cannot be a believer and practice yoga. Why? Every single position in yoga is a worship of a god. So don't tell me that you can do Christian yoga. Don't tell me that you can. You are following another God. You are breaking the commandments. So get off it right now in Yeshua's name. Do your research. Oh my goodness me. Well, that's not what it means to me. It, look, it doesn't matter what it means to me or to you. The question is, what does it mean to him? If you are putting yourselves into position of worship of God's, then it's unacceptable. Don't take up the gods of the Canaanites. Stop following in the ways of the world. Hallelujah. You shall have no other gods before me. I will serve the Lord thy God and him only. So come on, let's align ourselves. What are we talking about? We're talking about getting to the place where that is not acceptable. I'm not going to live the way I used to live. I don't want to walk the way I used to walk. I want to be ever-changing. Father, change me. Create me a pure heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Help me on this journey. Why? Because God's love is too strong to leave you the way you are. That's a word for you right now. His love is too strong to leave you the way you are. You are. That's why we're reading from the Ketubah, the conditions of marriage. Have no other God before me. Why? Because I am going to take care of you. I'm going to bring forth my life into your life to bring transformation. I love this next bit. Verse 4. You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not make for yourself an idol <laughs> in the form of anything. In the form of anything. We don't need idols. We don't need to put our faith in the wrong things. We need balance. So come on. That's another thing we're talking about when we're asking the Father to align us. Let's have balance. Biblical balance. Father, I want to be balanced. I don't want to look even to man. Listen, don't trust in man. Man will let you down. We don't stand on the promises of man. We stand on the promises of God. Hallelujah. We stand on his promises. Thank you, Father. Verse 5. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I am Yehovah your Elohim. I am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. We have a responsibility. Do you want to see the next generation and the next generations, four generations down blessed? then let's, let's live our life in accordance with the love of Yehovah. Father, you love us too much 
to leave us where we are. We ask you and we give you permission. Let your love guide and direct us. The conditions of marriage are the best place to receive the love of Elohim. Hallelujah. Verse 6. But show, but, but showing love to a thousand generations for those who love me and keep my commandments. I'm telling you what, this is like having your turmeric and ginger fix, man, <laughs> to the nutrition of the body. <laughs> this, you know, if you will do what? If you will walk in his ways, if you won't bow down to other gods, you know, if, if you're not going to uh, be... Uh, you know, walk in hatred, right? If if you will recognize that Yehovah is your Elohim and you will uh, stand before him and say, I'm not going to have any idol before you, then a thousand generations uh, are going to be blessed because of you. Hallelujah. And that's what we want to see of those who love me and keep my commandments. Father, we want to be people who love you and keep your commandments. We want to press in to you. But there's a way that we don't want to walk. That is not acceptable. Like like I said, we've got to get to that place where we're like, you know what, Father? Challenge our hearts. Challenge our hearts. We said last week, or <laughs> last week, we said yesterday. What did we say yesterday? We said, come on. Hey, Tanya, good to see you at New Jersey. Excellent. We've got Russell just coming in from Liverpool as well. Hallelujah. Good to see you. Uh, what did we talk about yesterday? We talked on the importance of the mikvah, baptism. Are you walking in baptism? Have you come to that place? Have you come to that place where we're saying, Father, repair us from this brokenness that's within our life. We want to be restored. We want to walk in the loving kindness of our Savior. We have to follow in his ways. And we follow in his ways by walking through the waters of the mikvah, of the baptism. We have to die. We have to come down in him and rise up in him. And listen, as believers, as the church has told you, oh, you just need to get baptized once. No, listen. We should be continually being mikvahed. Hallelujah. So we want to walk in the waters of Yehovah. Hallelujah. We're talking about purification of the soul and the admission into the faith. We are walking into the faith of Yehovah. We are saying we are dying to the old man. We're not going to live in the world. And I don't want the devil walking on my miracle. So I want to go down in the waters and I want to rise up as a new creation and I'm walking through and I continually want to be in the place where we are pushing the assignments of the enemy down hallelujah so anyway what we're talking about it's not about knowing the word but it's about growing in the word there's many people who know and you can be wow they are so knowledgeable. Wow, they've got it all together. But the question is, are we growing in the things of the Spirit? Are we doing the Word? So we want to talk about a verse that talks about the woes. And don't we love the woes of Yeshua? Hallelujah. We've got seven woes of Yeshua in Matthew chapter 23. But, you know, we're not going to read all of them tonight. We're just going to hit on a couple of points because I just want to get this point over because I want us walking in the Spirit. In verse 23, it says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you what? Hypocrites. 
You hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mint and dill and cumin, but you have neglected the more important matters of the Torah, justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guides, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel. Ho, oh, whoa. So what's this saying? I love, you know, look at the word Pharisee. It's got the word seas. Far. How far can you see? Pharisee. <laughs> and they're blind. You can't see. That's funny, isn't it? You know, hey, you blind guides. I'm not going to follow the Pharisees. Get your rabbinical Judaism out of your walk with Messiah. Come on. Why do you do the things that you're doing? You want to see change? You want to move into the new? Then you have got to come to the place where that is not acceptable. You've got to make a decision. Who are you following? Have no other God before me. Stop walking in false religions. Stop walking in false promises and start applying the love of Yehovah to our lives. Hallelujah. We want to apply the love of Yeshua to our lives. That's what we're saying. God's love is too much to leave us the way we are. But you have got to get all those trimmings off of your life. If you're a believer in Yeshua, why are you wearing a kippah? Why are you walking with rabbinical Judaism? Why are you following Talmudic practices? Wake up. Wake up. Stop following the religions of man and follow the word. Hallelujah. We are called to follow the word. Whoa. Woe to you. you know, we don't like it when he's coming at us in this way. But you know, this is what Yeshua is going to do. He's going to hit right in the face between the eyes the people who should be the teachers the people who should be given the truth why are they picking up the trimmings of false religion why are they walking in false religion well it's time we get to the place where we say enough is enough you hypocrites you blind guides you are not interested in the well-being of the people of Yehovah. you're only interested in binding them to false promises and false religion and Yeshua's got a message for you. You blind guides, you know, you, you get yourself in order. That's what he's saying. He didn't say, curse to you, fling you into hell. No, he's given them an option. He says, I'm woe to you. I'm giving you a word right now. Change your ways. That's what he's saying. Change your ways. And, you know, come on, in our walk, in every aspect of our walk, what do we love? We love the discipline of God in our lives. Well, brother, it's all right for you to say, I'm not really that happy with discipline in my life. But listen, God loves you too much to leave you the way you are. So how does he change us? He disciplines us. And his discipline doesn't have to be gruesome. You know, we're not seeing a big God in heaven with this big stick that wants to batter you every time you fail. No, his discipline and his love is this. You come in line with my ketubah, my conditions of marriage, and you will see my blessings. You come in line with the commandments and you will see my blessings. Oh, brother, the commandments, they're done away with. Yeshua nailed them to the cross. Oh, yeah, so how do you feel about do not murder, yeah? 
You think that's okay? How do you feel about do not steal? You think that's okay? Or, you know, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Well, I don't know if we need to keep that one. We're under the new covenant with Jesus. We're under his blood. No, Yeshua didn't come to tell you to do away with his commandments because he cannot conflict against his father. Oh, I'm preaching myself happy here right now. I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. Why? Because we see how the word shows us what is evil and how to avoid it. We see the direction. We see the importance of what a, a merciful God is saying. He says, listen, justice, mercy, faithfulness. We should have practiced these things. Mercy. May, may we walk with a heart of mercy faithfulness to him that we will minister things out of faithfulness i want to serve you god not because of what i can get i want to give even if it means i don't get i want to pour my life out like an offering that's what yeshua did he poured himself out and he said do the same verse 25 Woe, woe to you, teachers of the law and far sees who cannot see. You hypocrites, you clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees first clean the inside of the cup and the dish, and then the outside also will be clean. So what's the Father saying? Here are these teachers, here are these preachers, they've got whitewashed tombs, they're telling you what to do, but they're not doing it themselves. They're not doing the change within their lives. We don't want to follow people who just have what? Knowledge. We want to follow people who are growing. So it's not about the knowing, and it's more about the growing. So hallelujah. So let's grow together in his presence. Let's grow together in his word. Man, I tell you, I'm excited. How do we clean up the inside? As we clean up the inside, the outside will automatically become clean. Father, we want to release the outpouring of your spirit within our lives. Don't leave us this way. We don't want to learn from the Pharisees. We want to learn from you, Yeshua. You told us to warn, to be warned against these false teachers of the Torah, these Pharisees who are meant to be leading people in the right way. Instead, they're more interested in their own agenda. What's in it for me? What are they going to get out of it? Huh, you whitewashed tombs. That's right. Anyway, I'm not going to press in on that because, man, it's Shabbat. And we're having a blessed time here on Shabbat. Yeah. Hope you're doing good. So we're going to go to the book of First Peter. Don't you like First Peter? I tell you, man, he's a straight shooter as our Peter, isn't he? He certainly knows how to shoot in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to know how to handle the sword of the Spirit? Or do you want to know how to handle a semi-automatic gun to take out your target? Well, I tell you what, I want to be found in his presence with the ability to grow in him, to speak forth his word to bring transformation. Why? Because I can expect to see the protection of a mighty God no matter what we face. <laughs> and in the warfare we are going through, guess what? Your gun's no good. Why? You can't see the enemy. 
You need to deal with things spiritually. You need to deal with the principalities. Come on, God's got an army that's marching through the land. Come on, let's rise up and let's deal with the principalities. I'm not sitting back with this coronavirus. No, we're going to speak to the, the assignments of the enemy. We break the spirit of fear. We, we speak a cleansing over our nations. And we say it's not time for the economies to crash. It's time for the glory of Yahovah to manifest in the nations of the world. So you've got those who are fear-mongering. They're like, oh boy, oh, it's the end. Get ready for the mark of the beast. Well, wake up, O sleeper. Rise from the dead. Your salvation is nearer now than when you first believed. This is time for you and I to grow in the spirit and recognize that we are not called to follow the media or what's known as the mainstream. Let me tell you what the mainstream is. It's in the stream of the Holy Spirit. That's the mainstream that we are called to walk in. So let's get into the word. Hallelujah. Well, let's read in chapter 2 of 1 Peter, verse 1. Therefore, rid yourself of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Wait a second. Wait a second. Now, Peter, you sound like you're saying all these things that Yeshua had to say against the Pharisees. And Peter, you're not speaking to the Pharisees. You're speaking to believers in Yeshua. What's going on? What's happening here? Here Peter is saying, listen, if you truly want to grow, if you want to grow, then you need to apply the word. Apply what I'm saying. Chapter 2, therefore rid yourself of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of any kind. Listen, you can pick up these bad habits very easily. But you have to choose, verse 2, like newborn babes crave pure spiritual milk. Hallelujah. Crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your what? Salvation. Now that you have tasted that the Lord is good, have you tasted how good he is? How good is the Lord? How good is he? The Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Come on, where's the song that's rising up within your heart on how good he is? Do you have a testimony of the glory of Yehovah and what he is doing within your life? So I want to encourage you. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see. Hi, Evan. Welcome on Facebook. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. And we got Cheryl as well in Texas. Thanks for joining. Good to see you. Yeah, we appreciate it. We are getting near to the end here, but you can go back and listen. Um, but uh, awesome. Hallelujah. All right, we're going to turn to uh, Corinthians. Oh, where are we going? First Corinthians. Oh, you enjoying the Word today? You enjoying being in the presence of Yehovah together as we have a holy convocation? Hallelujah. We're talking about what? Spiritual growth. We've got to get to the place where we make a decision. You and I have to make this decision. That's not acceptable. I'm not going to live this way anymore. I want to walk in the Spirit and I want to walk in what's new in your presence. I am so filled with the joy of God to the level that the more I know Him, the more I know I don't know, and the more I want to yield to Him. And that's what's awesome. I've been walking with Yeshua for decades, uh, since 93. Uh, you know, 
however many years that, 83, 1983, I've been walking with Yeshua. Let me tell you something. I need him more today than I needed him right back then. I need him more. I need you more and more. Because the more I know about you, the more I need you. Why? Because he humbles us. He reveals his truth. We're living in a day where the light is just, you know, the blindfold's coming off our eyes. We're walking into revelation and truth. And the Father's saying, will you stand up and proclaim my word to this generation? First Corinthians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Just going to read the first few verses. Brother, I could not address you as spiritual. Uh-oh. Sounds like another woe. Brother, I couldn't address you as spiritual. Well, wait a second. Yeshua, you're speaking to the Pharisees, and here we've got Peter speaking to believers, and then oh, now we've got Paul. He's speaking to believers. Brother, I couldn't address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Messiah. Okay, now let's just slow right down here. Let's slow down here, and let's just recognize what the Father is saying in this place. Listen, we have got to keep short account over our life, that we will live and dwell and function in the way that the Father has called us to function. If you stop, if you are not in pursuit of him, you're going to start backsliding and filling your life with the world. And that goes against the commandments. Love the Lord thy God and serve him only. Stop having idols before him. That's why we read the first six verses of uh, Exodus chapter 20. Hallelujah. Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Messiah. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. Now, this is the key. This is the key. You know, you want to see a mighty move of the Spirit. You have to deal with the world in your life. Ah. <sighs> It sounds so simple, but let me tell you, it's tough. It's tough. Why? Because the world's got so much to throw at you each day. That's why his mercies are new every morning. And that's why I encourage you, wake up in the morning, get into his presence and pursue him. You're not ready for this. Indeed, you're still uh, not ready. You're still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you... (laughs) Are you not worldly? You are not acting. Uh, you are not acting like mere men. Look, we don't need to get involved in arguments about what we follow, what we do, what we. You know, look, come on. Can we just wake up in the spirit here? Wake up and press in, and let's just stand in His presence today, and say, Father, will you? Reveal things by your Spirit into our lives. Don't leave us this way. Don't leave us this way. Hallelujah. What do we need to do? We need to be in the place where we are turning to him on an ongoing basis. Listen, repentance is not for people just coming to faith. Repentance is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. We will fail him every day. And if you've hardened your heart to such a place that you don't have a heart of repentance on a a daily basis, then come on. Come on. So let's just ask the Father to soften our hearts at this time. 
the book of Hosea, I love this. And listen, I've got a seri- I've got a message I deliver on Hosea, the beginning chapter of Hosea. Can't remember what it's called. It's on uh, YouTube. It's about the love of Yahovah. It's powerful, powerful message. I encourage you to go back on YouTube and find it. Just put in Hosea on Bulldozer Faith YouTube. It should come up or put on his, something to do with his love. Hallelujah. Anyway, uh, Hosea chapter 12, verse 6. It says this, But you must return to your Elohim. Maintain love and justice and wait for your God always. Maintain love and justice. Huh. This is what I love about being in the Spirit. It's recognizing, God, your love is so amazing. Your love is so amazing. What did we say? God's love is so powerful, it's too much, that he will not leave you the way you are. He loves you too much. Father, don't leave me the way I am. Will you bring me in and grow me up in your love, that we will maintain love and justice, that we will be known by the love we have for one another. Oh, I'm blessed. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Father, we need you to pour into our lives. We need you to pour into our lives. The book of Isaiah, what do we love about the book of Isaiah? It is the evangelist of the Tanakh. Hallelujah. We love the words of Isaiah. He's not just got nice words all the time. And that's what the good news of an evangelist is all about. It's not all about, hey, everything's great. Hallelujah. Just come into the joy. Come and take a drink from God and get drunk in the spirit. No. That's not what it says in the word. No. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessings on your descendants. Father, we need you. And we need the outpouring of your Spirit upon our lives. Ruach HaKodesh, we welcome you right now. May you mikvah us with the Holy Spirit and with fire today. As we are in the counting of the Omar, this is day 21 on the counting of the Omar. Hallelujah. As we go into tonight. Hallelujah. Day 21. Father, we need you. We need you. We need the mikvah of the Spirit. Listen, when we get to Shavuot, when we get to Pentecost, I'm expecting such an incredible move of the Spirit. I don't know about you. Are you ready? Are you ready for what's going to happen? We're at week three. You know, this is the the shovel, uh, the seven weeks. We're at week three tonight in Israel. Hallelujah. And we are standing on his promise. Thank you, Father. Well, you know, look, we could go on, man. There's so much. I've got a whole bunch of stuff here, but you know what? I just want to be faithful of what the Holy Spirit is saying. I want to proclaim that this is the time of the restoration of the Spirit. He wants to bring you back to a former condition, but he wants to give you greater blessing. He wants to take you back so that you're not under the yoke of slavery, that you are under the blessings of Yehovah. God says this, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you great in the nations. I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to give you the inheritance of my promise. And I'm raising you up to make a difference for my name's sake. And Father, what we pray for today 
is that we will get to a place where we will not settle with where we're at in our lives, but we will continually press on in your presence, that we will grow in you. So challenge our hearts if there's anything that we need to adjust. You know, if we're not spending enough time in your presence, if we need to fast, if there's key things of the worldliness that's going on in our lives and you need, you're asking us to change, Father, show us the steps so we can apply it to our life so we can walk in victory. That's my prayer today. That's the word of Yehovah. That's the word of the Lord. He's saying, I've no other God before me. Don't get caught up in worldliness. Don't get caught up in the hypocrisy of false religion. Be free and walk in the freedom of his Torah, the freedom of his instructions, the freedom and the glory of Yehovah because of how good our Messiah is. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. I hope you're challenged and uh, just, you know, Father, help us get to the place where our lives are not acceptable. Why? Because we want to pioneer forward to make a difference for you. That's my heart. That's the pioneer walk. That's what it's all about. You want to do exploits for Yeshua and you're wondering what's the key for the, for, for God to operate in your life? Just as Haley ministered to that guy, it fell off the motorbike in our street. And she prayed in the spirit. And as people were gathering around and family members were gathering around, they were saying, what are you saying? What language are you speaking in? She's Sharamasitaka. You will live and not die. And she's proclaiming the promises of God. She's speaking the perfect will of God and salvation, deliverance and protection over this boy lying on the floor with his head bust open and uh, all these multiple injuries. And the father supernaturally healed him. He had a recovery that was so fast with no brain damage. The hospitals and his family couldn't believe it. That young boy, when he got out of hospital, he walked up to our front door, knocked on the door with his family. And he said to my wife, I want to say thank you because it's what you did that saved my life. It's what you did that saved my life because God is all powerful. He is able to bring deliverance. So listen, God wants to operate through your life. Don't limit him and don't think that your calling, you know, is not as important as some whatever or whoever you think is big in the faith walk. Listen, you are called to walk as a the mighty man of war. Look at Gideon. I'm the least of the least of the least. And guess who the father's choosing? I'm choosing you because your heart is right. Everything about you is right. You desire me. You desire to make a difference. I'm coming to the least. And I'm going to raise you up to bring deliverance over nations. That's my God. His love is so amazing. His love is so amazing. So listen, I want to thank you for joining with us. Um, Let's just have a look here. If you've got prayer requests, just post your prayer requests here. If you are blessed and encouraged and you want to sow into the ministry, listen, keep praying. We are still building next door, getting things all ready for uh, bringing in those dealing with domestic violence and abuse. 
Um, look, it takes a little bit of time getting these things set up and getting it right and bringing in the finances that we need. We are still behind in what we need financially so that we can sustain this new element of what we're doing. So if you want to plant an unusual seed, if the Father is speaking to you right now about sowing a seed this Sabbath into kingdom work in Israel, then use that link, com forward slash give. If you want to give monthly, that helps us sustain the staff that we need, the food, the provision, and how we care for the people who will come into this new um, uh, center, this new uh, opening that the Father has called us to do. So look, stand with us. If you are given monthly and you're sown into the ministry, thank you so much for standing with us. But more than anything, are we receiving the word? Are we receiving instructions for Yehovah? How can we help you be effective in your community? I want you to send me emails. You can message me too, but Kenny at... Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com uh, just send me emails. Listen, I had an incredible email from someone who's on the channel most days, uh, early hours this morning. What a beautiful word and things that she shared on how her world is being transformed with what the Father is doing. Hallelujah. Every day we're receiving testimonies. Every day we've got prayer requests coming in. And if you don't want to share things publicly of what, what's going on in your life and you need counsel, then write to us, send us your phone number, tell us what time zone you were in, you, you're in, and we will happily uh, pray for you and stand in the gap for you. Thank you, Father. So, look, we've got to stand together in the spirit of Yehovah to make a difference in his kingdom. I just want to put a prayer request out as well. Um, I want you to lift up Charlie in London, in the UK. His family has experienced loss. Uh, his father just uh, passed uh, last week or in a few few days back. And uh, they just lost their grandma as well a few weeks ago. And we just lift up his family. So over the Austin family, we just release the blessings and peace of Yehovah over your lives tonight and we just stand in the gap and we just ask father that you will bring forth your healing power in yeshua's name thank you father so if you've got prayer requests then just let us know uh, what those prayer requests are i'm just looking at these feeds here uh, as we're talking <coughs> cheryl says that she's really been blessed yalva has really blessed me through you thank you for being obedient to him you have brought me Elohim's perspective to my life. Hallelujah. May Yahweh bless you and your family in the name of Yeshua. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Cheryl. That's great to hear what the Father is doing. Hallelujah. Yeah, I appreciate your prayers. Yeah. Uh, the other Cheryl from Texas, thanks. Uh, we appreciate everyone standing in prayer for us as we minister here in the land. Listen, this is mission. We are on mission here in the land of Israel to make a difference. And it's time for the name of Yeshua to be lifted up to this generation. And that's going to take a work together that we stand together to make a difference. All right, so keep posting your prayer requests in here. Uh, it doesn't look like I'm getting all the prayer requests coming through. Hold on. Um, what's going on here? I'm not getting all the feeds coming through, so if you are posting prayer requests and things and I'm not getting them, 
Uh, there seems to be a drop in a, a couple of feeds that are out there. Um, but uh, I will get to praying after and I'll go through all of the all of the requests and things that are coming in on the multi-channels. So anyway, yeah, we have had a few uh, drop frames here today uh, with our feed. <laughs> Meant to be in a first world country. Oh, here's uh, uh, Evan just popped up. He says, pray for me, Kenny. I've started my own handyman business. Yes, Evan, we stand in the gap with you right now. And we ask, Father, for blessing and favor over Evan, over this new business. Father, will you just bless him in every way that he will have great customers, Father, that you will use him to spread the fragrance and knowledge of Yeshua and what he does and bring in provision in his calling today in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, we've got Tony. He says, Brother Kenny, you are a walking, talking temple of Yeshua. Hallelujah. You're a great example to all of us thanks you're welcome brother that's what it's all about it's about standing together and showing the example and this is what we have to be we have to be examples of what it truly means to walk in the spirit because this is what was missing in many parts of my wife of my life uh, when i was growing up i'm like where are the examples where are the people that actually live this life hallelujah pray for my wife uh Christy for a new job. Okay, Tony. So, Father, we stand in the gap right now uh, for Tony's wife, uh, Christy. We ask you, Father, to open up the doors for a new job for her. Father, you know what you have called her to do. We pray, Father, that uh, you will make a way where there seems to be no way, that she will not be anxious about the steps that she has to take. But Father, what we ask for in this new job, we ask for divine appointment and a holy assignment. We ask that this door will open in an unusual way. It will not be going through uh, the, the, the systems the way everyone else finds a job. But Father, you will bring divine appointments and holy assignments into our life, that you will just open up that door. We ask for a supernatural way to open up and for a new job for Christy right now in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. All right, guys, listen, thanks very much for being with me tonight. It is a blessing to share with you. It has been a real a uh, great time in the presence of Yehovah in his word. Remember, we go to the word when we need answers and we receive. We also go to the word to receive what the keys are and how we need to live our lives. And I believe the Father has been equipping us today. So take hold of the word today. Go back and listen to it. Remember, share it with others. Take time right now. Message this message to someone. Share it with someone. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on YouTube. Thanks very much for joining. Until next time, until tomorrow, hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. Thank you.